Business, Episode 26. It's time to grow your business, stop spinning your wheels, and build the life you deserve. And I'm here to help. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking at Business. Hey, all. Welcome to Stop Sucking at Business. Super excited to have you here. I'm going to talk today about something that is sounds kind of woo-woo and out in the ether, but it's so important for business. And it kind of jumps on feedbacks on an episode before, um, episode 24, where I talked about creating schedules and surviving working from home. This one is all about creating focus in your business and creating focus to succeed. True story. When I would do my product-based business, it was, I would go to my studio, just kind of look around and feel like this feels late only because first off, real talk, my studio was a mess all the time. There was always something that was in the process of being done, like scrubs that needed to be labeled or oils that needed to be put away or just like all, all of like label backs that needed to be thrown out but I was just too like too much to do and it was, it was always chaos and there was no harmony in my business which I know sounds like oh I'm sitting under a cherry blossom tree creating harmony with the world but no it was just like it just felt I never liked it I never I definitely think that that was contributing factor to when I was just nope not doing this anymore closing it down moving on and it's funny actually a side note this will go live the week that my studio leases up and the week that I officially shut down my studio <sighs> it's gonna be weird but I'm recording this in early April and so this is about almost a month ahead of time it's like even now I'm looking at my calendar it because what's gonna happen what am i feeling i don't i don't know i'm not feeling sad i'm like i'm sad but i'm not feeling sad if that makes sense and yeah wow can't wait to talk next month about what's going on here i am what's happening oh my god okay let's talk right now instead about the things that matter which is creating focus obviously as i'm diverting off into future things. Okay. Like I said, I sucked at making a plan to focus in my business. And so there were, and you know, honestly, I kind of do it now where I'll go and I'll start a project and I'll get halfway through the project and then a new shiny object will come around and I'll be like, oh my God, I should make that. And so I'll write that down and then I just kind of think about what happened to the first thing. Well, uh, I don't want to work on that anymore. I want to work on this new thing. It's amazing. And, you know, three weeks ago, that old thing was, oh my God, that's amazing. I got to do that. So it's by being all over the place, nothing gets done. And then all of these half projects are around or back in my old business, all of these scrubs were around and all of these labels were around and all of this, nothing was ever complete. And so my mind was chaos and my life was chaos. And now I try very hard. And this is going to be one of those actionable weeks where I'm going to try really hard and you're going to try really hard together. And we're going to talk about it. You can talk about it on Twitter, but we're going to create focus. And I'm going to tell you 
how I work to create focus in my business. I'm not saying it's going to work for you. I'm saying that it works for me. And I think that it is actionable enough to work across a variety of businesses. So number one, batching. Batching for me means recording all my podcast episodes at the same time or creating all of my workbooks at the same time or blog posts or videos or whatever. Before, it meant creating bigger batches of scrubs, creating bigger batches of soaps. The original soaps were seven bars per batch, and I would just make them whenever I needed them. And then, if you've ever made soap before, then you know that it takes a while to cure. And if you've never made soap before, you know that it's a process. I'm telling you, it's a process. It's not just pour the things and package the soap. No, it's like they have to cure and they have certain temperatures they have to meet and this essential oil does this and makes it go faster or makes it go slower. And it's just a whole thing. So when I started, I only started with seven per batch. And then eventually I got up to a hundred a batch. And it was, it felt bananas, but it actually took the same amount of time. It took the same amount of time to do what I was doing before, just on a bigger scale, because, you know, I upgraded things. I had bigger pots and I had bigger oil batches and things like that. But it, you know, the process was the same thing. And that's what I do now too. You know, it doesn't, it might take me what feels like longer because, you know, I'll plan out an entire day of writing, but it doesn't really take me that much longer. if I think about it, if I like thought about how much time do I spend writing a post? Well, let's say I write one post with a workbook an hour. And so it takes me eight hours a month because I have two posts a week and workbooks and images so it takes me eight hours well if I just got that done in one day I wouldn't have to think about it every week would I I could just do it in one day and be done and coast for a month well I don't get to coast I have to market everything but you get what I'm saying so batching batching compresses everything and so then you can just focus on one thing that needs to get done so you can focus on just spending the time cleaning your screens or just spending the time designing your new collection. You, like every month you focus on design. Once once a month you focus on design. And then next week you focus on production or whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? That's so just batching them out rather than doing them as needed. Because it's just, it's less cognitive load to just get them all done. Get it all handled. So number one is batch. Number two, I talked about before, three tasks. Create focus by limiting the amount of things you need to do. And I always say in your schedule, you should make three tasks. You shouldn't have a full load of stuff to do. You should have three tasks that you, specifically you, have to do. And anything else needs to either be automated, delegated, or right? As highest on the food chain of your business, you should be doing the highest of the food chain stuff. You shouldn't be 
finding quotes to tweet or making images or editing images or shipping, creating shipping labels. There are so many things that can be done that don't need you. Sorry. I know that you're important. You are super important. That's why you don't need to be doing everything. You should only focus on three things a day that need you to need that needs you so that your business moves forward. Okay. So number three, chunk out your time. Creating the schedule helps you stop getting distracted. So when you know that, for example, 10 a.m. to noon is when you're focused on design or Tuesdays from 3 to 6 p.m. are only production. That's only the thing you do. You shut down your email. You don't look at anything. You just make. That helps you focus on what the task is at hand instead of like, well, I know I'm supposed to do, oh my God, what was that? Who just texted me? Wait, what was, who's on Periscope right now? What's happening? No. Chunk out your time and keep it sacred so that you get things done. Because if you allow yourself to just be out there in the ether and just, you have to have crazy amounts of discipline to get things done that way. And I don't have that. If you have that, you're awesome. You're awesome. You're probably a billionaire. I love you. Teach me your ways. If you're not like that, if you're like me, you need the discipline of a schedule. You need the discipline to say, no, can't do that now because this is time for this. That's how you create focus. And that's really how you get rid of all of these crazy distractions that are coming at us, especially with the internet. You know, when you're trying to do social media, I think that's the toughest because you have to, it's like being a binge eater. You still have to eat, right? You still have to eat to survive. So being on social media is really hard. It's like, okay, I'm not going to get distracted. I'm going to like spend this time to create my tweets or schedule or whatever and I get it done I'm not gonna look at anything else that's really difficult so just saying if you only know that you have an hour to do it it really helps you figure out okay no that's awesome that that meme is funny but I'm not going to engage I'm going to get my work done I'll engage with it later on my free time number four baby steps if you look at I think it's meganbrame.com slash 52 goals. It was a post I created earlier, like way earlier in January this year that has 52 goals that I have for this year. And they're not resolutions. And 52 sounds like I'm an insane person. And I am an insane person. But hear me out. None of these goals are ridiculous. Maybe, well, maybe a few are ridiculous, but nothing so many of them build on themselves. Like, for example, I have, um, give social media, onboard social media manager. That's one goal. Second goal is give social media manager two of five tasks, like the, like Steve's blog and this other blog we have. And then that's a goal. Another goal is give her three of five, give her four of five, give her five of five. That's what I mean by that. So 
all of those goals, those 52 goals are not necessarily separate goals. Most of them just build on themselves because I need small victories to keep going. If there's something that's like, make a million dollars by the end of the year. And that's all I have as a goal. I'm just going to freak out. Freak out. I'm not going to get anything done. And I'm going to feel bad at the end of the year. Instead, what I would do is do, say, 12,000 quarter one. Do 30,000 quarter two. And so on and so forth. That's nowhere near a million. You know what I mean? But having small goals or chunking down goals so that they're pieces rather than a whole, so much easier and really helps you figure out a game plan. That's why in my uh, financial planner, you can get it at meganframe.com slash financial planner. It's really cool because it says like, okay, what's your yearly goal? Well, my yearly goal is 200,000. And it says, okay, based on that, this is how much you need to make a month. This is how much you need to make a week. This is how much you need to make an hour. And that just helps you, like, it may feel overwhelming. That sounds really overwhelming, but it's really helpful because it helps you figure out, okay, all I have to do is hit that hourly goal. I don't have to do $200,000. I have to do this much money. And then, like, it does all of the little graphs and things and helps you figure out how far you are from your goal or if you're hitting it or blah, blah, blah. It's really cool. Really, just go check out the video on it because I just walked through it. It's really interesting. And if you're a nerd like me for graphs and things, you're going to love it. It's amazing. So figure out the small steps you need to take to hit the bigger target. Last but not least, one thing. I just talked about like how crazy I am with this, where I'm like having ideas for like 30 products and finishing zero of them because I just get shiny objects and they're all over me and I love them and I want to do everything. And it doesn't work anyway, right? That's not how business works. So focus on one project at a time. That's the biggest key to success in your business is just completing things. And it gets a little complicated when you're talking about validating a product and reselling it. And you don't want to finish a product that's not going to sell, right? So, but my, the way to think of it is instead finish what needs to be finished. Okay. So if I was doing a product launch of a new collection, a new skincare collection, what I would need to have done to make sure it was sellable would be a visual and product copy, right? I would need to show why it was interesting, why it was something somebody needed to purchase. And I need to show them an image. I don't really need to have all of the physical products done. No, I just go on 99designs and get the product mockups done, right? That's the same. And if you have digital products, it's the same thing. If you have, are creating a course or um, something that you're going to sell digitally, all you really need is an outline of what's going to be taught, you need the benefit. You need the benefit and you need to write the copy that's going to sell the benefit. That's all you really need. And then if it does start selling, well, that's when you make everything. But don't have too many irons in the 
fire because it's just going to make you feel overwhelmed. It's just nothing's going to get done. So have one end game in mind and reach that end game. And like I said, it doesn't have to mean you're finishing a product totally that hasn't been validated as a sellable product. It just means figure out what you need to do to make that goal happen. So if it's pre-sale, what do you need to have a pre-sale? Get that done. And then worry about it. This is just a, it seems ridiculous that it's so, sounds easy, but it's really hard to implement. I'm not going to lie to you. It's like I said, I focus on a lot of things and it's really difficult because I can flake really easily. So I'm going to work really hard this week as I'm closing my studio. Oh my God, as I'm closing my studio. I'm going to focus really hard for this business on, one, batching my products, batching my time. Two, three tasks, just three a day. That's it. Three, chunk my time. Two to three is for this. Three to five is for this. That's it. And that's all it's going to be for three to five of me doing this. Number four, baby steps. Little steps are what move you forward. Five, one thing. I'm just going to focus on one thing this week. Before I start any other product, I get one thing done. What about you? Let me know. I want to know what you're going to do to create focus in your business. Have I missed a step? Or what's really vibing with you? Let me know. Give me a review on iTunes. I read them and I want to see what you're into what you're not into, and how I can help you. So definitely leave me a review on iTunes. Super simple. Guys, this was awesome. I hope you liked this episode. I know it's a little bit mini as opposed to the other ones, but it's a chunk full of awesome goodness. So until next week, wait one more. Actually, I totally finished recording this, and then I walked away, took a walk, and I thought, oh my god, I forgot one. And this one is killer. And this one is thanks to Tim Ferriss of Four Hour Workweek, who learned it from someone else. I'm sorry, I don't remember the person. Um, I will link to it in the show notes, the episode that I heard this. To create focus when you're batching stuff, or one of the worst things for me is writing. It's mentally exhausting and it takes a lot out of me, but it needs done, right? It needs to be done because that's how I teach. So, what I do to eliminate all these distractions and all of these different things is I'll put on one song and just put it on constant loop. Like if you were listening to my headphones, you would get so annoyed with me on how many times I listened to, like last week it was Solemn Girl by Fiona Apple. And before that it was Breakdown Mariah Carey. And then, you know, just like I pick one song and I just repeat it over and over and over again in my headphones while I'm writing because it gives me background noise that's constant and it doesn't make me think like, oh my God, what was that sound? Or what was that? Or, oh, I wonder what the cats are doing. You know, like it just, it takes that part of my brain that's looking for distraction or looking, it's looking for something and it just, it's an on autopilot. It's, you know, it just, it satisfies that need so that I can focus on what needs to get done. So extra tip, put on one song and put it on repeat. And while you're doing this and it just like, 
awesome. It just, it helps you get so much work done. So definitely suggest that. Sorry to pop back in at the last moment, but it was totally worth it. It was totally a good tip. I love that tip. I hope you'll use it. Okay. This time I really am out of here. I'll talk to you guys next week.